0: Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about helping you in your relationship with diet and exercise to help you achieve success in your fitness journey. In today's show, we have our guest, Jalen Porter. Jalen Porter, 36, of Chicago, Illinois, is a compliance specialist for an online lending financial institution. She started her weight loss journey in May of 2018, and with the highest amount of weight loss being at 92 pounds in several inches. Uh, weight loss is a continuous journey. And even though you may fail, each day is a chance for a fresh start, says Jalen. And everybody, let's introduce Miss Jalen Porter. Thank you for uh, attending the uh, Success Fitness Podcast. How are you? I'm well, thank you so much for having me. No problem, no problem. So what inspired you to lose weight and how much uh, weight did you lose during that journey?
1: Sure. So um, my weight loss journey um, has seriously began um, in 2018. I had tried several um, several ways, several different methods, several different programs, diets, what have you um, to lose weight all my life. Because as many as you know, obesity, obesity is hereditary sometimes. Um, so I do come from a large family and we are very loving. We love to eat. That is how we show our love. So I grew up around food um, my whole life. Uh, Christian knows this as we are cousins so this is very a part of our culture um so it's been an ongoing issue for me in my whole life but I decided to actually take a chance after excuse me make a change after I had my daughter um I want to see her grow up I want to watch her walk across several stages uh, with her educational accomplishments I want to see my grandchildren and I just wanted to be a better person for her um so in actually January of 2018 I decided Um, that I would take control and I began to start the process for my um, weight loss surgery, um, which was a gastric sleeve. Um, And I told myself in January, I said, I will have this surgery by the end of May. And I did, I had it May 25th, 2018. Um, So I wanted to make an overall change uh, with my health and improvement. I'm going into my journey. I have always have uh, had hypertension, um, high cholesterol, uh, borderline diabetes. At one point I had began to take medication uh, to bring it down. Once I got it under control, it still remained elevated, my sugar levels. So I just wanted to be rid of all of those, uh, borderline, uh, diagnosis, if you will, that, that was what prompted me to actually make the change.
0: Okay. Okay. So explain to, to us your like thought process, like even leading up to the weight loss surgery.
1: OK, so the, th- the thought process is that um, do I decide to take it? Um, at that point, it was still kind of taboo with most people. Uh, most people who were even interested in having such a procedure never really shared it or never really talked about it because they wanted it to remain, you know, low key and profile. So I had thought about it several times before different family members, you know, tried to encourage me to do it, but I just wasn't ready to commit to it. Um, and then finally, once I began to see people in my smaller circle experience um, success with their, with their weight loss surgery, a few co-workers had it, and I said, maybe it is attainable. Maybe it is something that I can do. Um, it wasn't as if my health was extremely um, in jeopardy, but it wasn't jeopardy enough that I needed to make a decision, either continue to struggle um, on my own or get the health That I needed because it's not solely relying on the tool itself. You have to work the tool as well. So I decided I didn't care about being ridiculed. I didn't care about the questions. Um, I decided and determined who I would share my story with, depending on uh, their genuine, their genuine thought and concern. You know, it's not something that I wanted to share with everybody immediately going off because, as I said, it was taboo. Um, So it was a lot of, preparation as far as what will they say? What will they think? Um, And then once I actually let go of caring what anyone thought or caring what anyone um, about the questions, I just said, I'll do it. So once I had put it in my mind and said, this is what I'm going to do. um, I had my uh, family behind me. I went ahead and just went with it. It, After I said it in January, it wasn't any more thought process after that was a matter of lining everything up and getting everything
0: done and just checking everything off. Okay, okay. I totally understand that. Um, Personally, I can really attest that after seeing your weight loss transformation, it made me think twice about my personal perceptions of weight loss surgery, Um, right? Um, Just being fully transparent, being from somebody who's, who's, who's lost weight, I was just, I see, I used to see things one way, right? Is, oh, you have to do it this way. You have to do it this exact way. Um, just being ignorant in that fact. And, and during that time, because, you you know, when you're losing weight, you're like, hey, everybody should do what I'm doing. Right. And I could never understand one who would uh, go under the knife or, or weight mm-hmm. loss surgery until once I once, once I really started to see it's like, OK, everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. you know, going through what you just said about, hey, what would people think? And, you know, this, side and the third. I'm like, no, like people have feelings too. <laughs> you know what I mean? And trying to consider that versus thinking my way is uh, the way, or if somebody didn't do it this type of way versus that type of way, um, mm-hmm. they're, they're less than or they didn't count. And mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why I changed my outlook on that was seeing yours, right? And yes. being that we are family and I'm like, okay, no, this, it touched home. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. somebody had got to a point to where um, they know they wanted to make a change. And however that change came across, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, just as you get older, you realize in life, it's, it may sound harsh when I say it is that you have to do what it is that you need to do. To win and exactly. whatever that is, exactly. because we are fighting against so many things that we don't have any control of. Like mm-hmm. you know, a burger just ain't a burger no more. It has mm-hmm. a thousand other different things that make you want to keep craving that burger again. You know, don't get me wrong. We all we all have our free will, um, and our our choices and different things like that. But once you start to you know investigate what's in this food, it's, you cannot negate the possibilities of what type of psychological effects. Those alterations to that food can have. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. honestly what made me change my mind just about people with weight loss uh, surgery or even thinking about it. So I, I'm totally for it. I'm totally get it because I honestly believe we are we aren't fighting a fair fight. You, don't, exactly. you know, you understand what I'm saying? Right. Because right. I understand this myself. I can down a, a three pound um, tub of sam's club chocolate covered almonds like it's nothing you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i'm chasing the taste it's like why am i chasing that taste so much you know right. why can't i just pull it down if my stomach already told me hey you're full you're, right. you're eating too much um so yeah i'll totally just commend you on that and it's one of those things to where it's like you know as you get older you you check yourself you you mm-hmm. yourself about your perceptions because your way of doing things isn't uh the way isn't Mm -hmm. isn't isn't concrete so um post-workout I mean post post post-surgery what was your nutrition like how did how did that change how did that how did that have to change
1: um well it did change drastically now I did go through the University of Chicago and there are several different bariatric programs here in the Chicagoland area um, every uh hospital is different but for my particular program um, my program was that i didn't have to go on any strenuous diets prior um i didn't have to do any type of some people do liquid diets for weeks I, mine was only 24 hours so i got there ready for 24 hours and then um, they actually introduced me to food after i woke up so after i came to from the um, anesthesia um, i was actually i had to swallow and i had to get myself used to eating because it's not realistic to not eat food for weeks at a time. It's not realistic. Um, And how they prepared me to actually be able to handle eating food is that they did it in doses. They did it in stages. So like the first stage, and it went for two week increments. It was a puree, um, a lot of hummus. Um, The solid food that I was able to eat was eggs. I ate a lot of eggs for protein, um, black beans, um, different type of soups. Um, I added protein mixtures to my food, um, different, uh, milk. Like if I had soup, I would add protein milk to the, to the soup. So that was like the first couple of weeks. And then I began to experience with salads, uh, light greens, romaine lettuce, um, nothing fibrous like spinach or cabbage, um, but romaine lettuce and things of that sort. I ate a lot of seafood when I went to the second stage, um, a lot of salmon, um, sometimes shrimp tuna depending on you know the occasion and then you kind of just gradually go into each each stage and of course it's always portion control um it's always mindful of carbs mindful of fats um lots of beans uh protein um dairy is good and things of that sort so it kind of just went through different stages but by that second month i was able maybe the third because it's been a while so maybe about the second and third month i was able to actually transition into um like chicken. Beef was the last thing that I could process. Um and the reason why is because beef is such a um a coarse meat. Um it can be dry. And when you have weight loss surgery, it's things just don't necessarily go down as smoothly as they used to. So you want to make sure that you have things that you know are moist and 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 also moist but not fatty, if that makes sense. Mm. So it is a science to it. Um, once you get it down then it's
0: Pretty much mind over matter at that point. I got you. I got you. That's that's very that's very interesting. Um, Again, like the phases, Mm -hmm. the foods that were introduced. Now, how long was was each phase or was it more like um, as you felt you could handle a different phase how well, did, how it did was, that work? Was it like a week or two weeks? It or was how, did, two, how did that work
1: out? It was about two to three weeks. So, for the puree stage, that was probably what felt like the longest because it's the most, it's the least desirable. Let's just be honest. Um, eating hummus and and puree, I could, I still, I could not do any type of puree food. So, I stuck to um, soups and, and eggs and things like that. Now, if you wanted to puree meat, you can. I don't recommend it, <laughs> it's not tasty, but. You know, things like that. But it was two two to three weeks. So you have to go to your doctor. They would, you know, see where you're at, see where your weight loss is. Are there any um, regurgitation issues, any type of acid reflux? And if you were able to actually, you know, go through that and you felt fine, then you would be able to introduce. You would always just ease into the next stage, though, never just jump into it mm-hmm. uh, full force just for different reasons, but nothing heavy. So I, I knew a couple of people who would be eat, who was eating chili like after day three. And that's not mm-hmm. it's not what you want to do, because first of all, you know, it's ground beef and you got the beans and it's just really heavy. The thing about weight loss surgery, and even to this day, even though I'm three years out, um, eating too heavy of foods is not good. You don't feel good. You feel weighed down. So, um, yeah, it was about two to three weeks for each days, maybe three weeks to about that second month, that's when I begin to be able to eat um, a little bit
0: more freely. I got you. I got you. That's like I said, that's, that's interesting. So with your, your new diet intact, did, uh, what did your workout routine consist of? If you were able to do like any type of physical activity? After so work? after
1: two weeks, they do want you to move around. Now mm-hmm. I will say if I could do one thing different, if I felt like I needed to go back for any reason and have some type of follow-up, I would recommend working out after two-week mark, as they suggest, walking and being active and just going for it because the longer you wait to work out, the harder it is um, to lose additional weight and maybe keep it off. So I began to work out after like that six months to a year. I waited pretty late and I would like to, you know, thank you. Of course, because you know, I reached out to you several times for different tools, different methods, and essentially what I was doing was the workouts you were giving me. Um, The HIIT workouts, the different uh, exercises, the Romanian deadlifts, and then as I began to get more serious about my workout, I started then adding things myself, looking up different workouts that would help with certain body parts. Um, I would start to develop a routine at home. I didn't have a gym membership. Um, I didn't have an elliptical. I didn't have a treadmill, I still don't. I would work out in my room. I would do different things. I would run stairs. I would go to parks. I would find ways to actually get my workout in at four or five in the morning. And I was dedicated to that. Um, so I just stuck with that. And that really helped me to be more disciplined and focused because when you begin to work out and your mental changes, you begin to want to do better in other areas. So if you're working out, you're saying, you know what, I'm working out. Let's not sacrifice that by eating a double cheeseburger later. Let's not sacrifice that by eating three or four sundaes. You know, you can have treats or, you know, reward yourself. But once you get the discipline of working out, it starts to, it's a domino effect. It just goes through your life with it.
0: I can definitely uh, attest to that, and after this, I'm gonna send you um, some more, some more workouts that that you can try. But I'm glad that I could help. I'm, I'm i I'm stuttering right now because even hearing that is still. Um, what do you recall it? Um, it's still gratifying to an extent and humbling that even something as I wouldn't say this is a regular routine for me as far as, you know, the right workouts or whatever the case may be, because this is what I do, but how it affects the person on the other end receiving it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I I appreciate that and appreciate you actually like, you know, going through it and that it could still benefit your, your life and and your weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. So what did you learn about yourself doing your whole weight loss transformation Um <sighs> Well, it's it's to continue to go on because it is a lifestyle. So what what did you learn about yourself, good or bad?
1: It's a lifestyle. It's a a constant. And I want to be real because what most people think is that once you have a weight loss surgery, you just, it's peaches and cream and it's not. It's mental. Like that first year, I never realized how much food was around me. Um, I also realized that, like I said, sometimes things may be generational curses. My father showed his love. For me, Chris, by feeding me, cooking—that's how you love on people. And and I began to realize, and I'm I'm trying to get away from it. I'm the same way with my child. I cook for her because I love her. You know, you you pour mm-hmm. love into that. Um, so I learned different things about myself on emotional levels, like I just said, how I how I show my love. That's something that I learned. Um, I learned that I often I often stress eat. Um, I learned that triggers for me for comfort if, if something is is going wrong I immediately want to seek comfort you know you begin to learn your different triggers then then you also begin to learn how to do find different outlets for example when I would go out to eat I had to learn how to talk I had to learn how to have conversations because when you when you're out to eat with people and if you are not eating as much as everyone else people begin to question well why aren't you eating? aren't you full? What's wrong? Is everything okay? So I began to become a conversationalist. I began to, you know, think about different things that I could speak to people about. I became a menu connoisseur. I became, I started studying menus so that when I went out to eat, I would automatically know what I wanted without having to look over it again and then make a wrong decision and ask something that I didn't need. You know what I mean? It, I became strategic with it. Um, so that's pretty much what I learned about myself. I learned how to um, recognize my triggers I learned how to conversate, converse. Um, and I also learned basically that um there's different ways to actually focus your energy from eating than just binging out on food for the most part.
0: That that sounds so so similar to what happened in your household um and into mine when regard far as in regards to being shown love. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, we are family, and just hearing that side of of what was going on with me was still going on with you in regards to to that that's how our family shows love. We're mm-hmm. very hospitable we're we're host we're we express our love through cooking food conversations mm-hmm. and um you know fellowship. that's just mm-hmm. how we grew up, but at the same time, it can still have a a negative effect mm-hmm. um on how it affects, you know, like you said, your daughter or how it affected you, how it affected me, but nothing was done in malice. Like, Hey, we're just feeding you, you know, right. I mean? just, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's done out of love, you know, right. but you know, that's just what our parents knew um, mm-hmm. just at that time. And there's nothing wrong with it directly, but just kind of looking at things, it's like, okay, I want to learn how to channel that just a little bit differently. Right for, for for mine, so what does your current uh, diet and exercise routine look like today?
1: Well, my current diet and exercise does not look the same as it did a year ago. unfortunately, um, like many people you know struggling with this pandemic, it has been extremely hard. Um, but I remain positive because it's a lifestyle. And and like I said in my bio, you you fall, but you every day is a new day to start. Every week is a new week to start. Every month is a new month to start. So right now, my current diet, um, I still do portion control. My portions are a little larger than I like them to be, but um, I still portion control. I do still uh, limit my sugar intake, um, which is always has never been an issue for me. Uh, my key issues is pasta and and rich and comforting food that's Mm -hmm. what I like I was never a snacker so chips don't bother me uh candy doesn't bother me it's the actual food so basically my diet now still consists of meat um I was never really a beef person I do still eat chicken and turkey and a lot of seafood um and it's just now more so I just need to recognize that the portions are too much the portions and keeping a consistent workout would uh, eliminate that 20 pound gain that you know I suffered during the pandemic. Because like I said, I'm completely transparent. Gaining weight is a part of the process. We all have been going through an emotional turmoil. Um, like I said, we I, I look for food as comfort. So it's not any secret. But um, am, am I disheartened by my weight gain? No, I'm still proud of myself. I'm still proud of the fact that I am not where I used to be three, four years ago. Um, and will I get back on track? Yes. Cause like I said, it's a lifestyle. So I'm, I'm in it to win it and I'm going to get right back on that mule. It's, it's not going to be any issue.
0: And I'm so glad that you were transparent about that because, uh, well about the weight, about weight gain after weight loss. And this is a subject that, um, I, I've yet to sit down to contemplate on how to articulate it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, because I need to address that just about myself. But just taking fire from what you said, it's more like, all right, the the assumption that it's off and it'll stay off. Um, mm-hmm. And for different strokes, for different folks, some people, mm-hmm. you know, it, it did work out that, that way for them. Um, but you shouldn't look at yourself any less if you weren't the one, you know what I mean, that could... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say stick to it because things happen. You right. know, we have this, this thing in society to where, you know, there's no excuses and different things like that. And I think that's totally bull because things do come up and things do affect you. We do have feelings. We, um, if you are an emotional eater, like um, I know I am, or I can mm-hmm. be um, how you admit it that, you know, you can be and things do affect you, you mm-hmm. know, and you react the best way you can react some people react by eating food some people react by doing other physical things whether it's harm to somebody else or they they get in the gym everybody's everybody's different but that's very i would say big of you to you know admit that because so many people are afraid to and Mm-hmm. They don't they kind of feel like they let somebody down because, you know, we got social media and social pressures of looking a certain way and different things like that. It's like, no, it's life. You know, mm-hmm. things things happen. You know, my feelings were hurt. You know, this this happened to me. Um, hey, they shorted me on my check this week. So I had to eat, you know, what I'm saying rice and <laughs> rice and, and chicken or, you know, right. something that would have that would have been more higher in carbs or not really aligned to what you were. What what you were doing or accustomed to, to eating. So yeah, there's different things that will happen to you on your weight loss journey. But um, like you said, you were being strategic. I mean, you still are strategic. Like before you go out to eat, you you'll Google a menu or you know like, okay, what what do they have? That way you you have uh, a fighting chance to give yourself um, uh, a fighting chance to succeed in your, in your fitness journey. Mm -hmm. Um, so with that being said, what advice would you give to uh, those who are on the fence about starting their, their weight loss journey?
1: Just get started. Um, get started. The first step to getting started is deciding how you want to attain it. Um, whether it be, you want to do Weight Watchers. I've done Weight Watchers before. Is it successful? Yes, it is. Um, I've actually done that post um, surgery. Just basically get started. There's so many options to to losing weight. Um, There's so many ways and strategies that you can. There's just, you can get started. There's so many apps that you can download. There's a women's workout app that I also use. Um, It gives you daily workouts. All you have to do is get started. It can be as simple as deciding, I'm going to take a 30 minute walk each morning. That's getting started. It could be, you know what? I want to eliminate juice. The very, the very, very first step I took to losing weight back in 2008 was I stopped drinking pop. I stopped drinking pop in 2008, um, pop and juice, and I lost about 30 pounds. That was the first time that I really started to try to lose weight seriously was that. And that's when I did Weight Watchers. I lost lost about 35 pounds. So once you just get started um, and keep that, keep it here that you want to do it, you can. Do you have to use the same method every time you lose weight? No, you don't. No, you don't. As long as you're getting it done, as long as it's healthy, um, and by healthy, I mean physically, mentally, emotionally. As long as it's healthy, then do it. Um, and if it works for you, then it works for you. You don't have to do weight loss surgery. You don't have to do weight washers. Some people are able to just get in the gym and go crazy and be fully um just dedicated to that particular method and that's fine. Um but I would just encourage some encourage people just to get started. Talk about it. Find someone that's an you know accountability partner. That's the benefit of having a trainer, that they're accountable. They hold you accountable. They push you they motivate you. Um, yeah, just just get started. That's all you have to do.
0: And there you have it, folks. That is Miss Jalen Porter. Um, Jalen, let everybody know where they can contact you if you are open to that to share more about your personal uh, weight loss journey, whether it be on Facebook or or Instagram. Let sure let everybody know.
1: Absolutely. So I am on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at J Janice. That is J A E. J E N I S E. I'm also on Facebook as J Ebony Star. That's just the letter J, Ebony with the I and two R's for the star. Um, I also can be emailed at porterlegacy at gmail.com. Um, I'm very open. If you want to know how to get started, I can refer you to um, my particular surgeon, uh, my bariatrics uh, division of University of Chicago. They'll take great care of you. Um, other than that, I'm available.
0: All right, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So I hope you found inspiration in today's episode. This brings us to the end of another episode of the Success Fitness Podcast. Please join my Facebook group, Success Fitness Family. We post fitness motivation, workout humor, videos, and memes. The link will be in the description box. Thank you for subscribing to the Success Fitness Podcast. And until the next episode, please remember, Success Fitness is the Mindset. And success is golden. Hashtag more weight. Peace out. Have a good one. Are you in the Peoria, Illinois area? Are you looking for a personal trainer that will focus on you to help achieve success in your fitness journey? If yes, please book your in-person or Zoom one-on-one personal training sessions with me christian evans at christiansweightsuccess.net while you're there sign up to download my free shelter in place body weight exercise ebook this program is designed to use only your body weight so no need for any exercise equipment In addition to becoming my client, you will have access to the Day One Meals menu. Day One Meals is an a la carte meal prep service I offer to my clients to help you reach your fitness goals. I hope to work out with you soon.